the graveyard. This is your dreadful Uncle Vlad, and it's the most wonderful time of the year. Can you guess? Got him! That jolly old fool fell right into our trap. No more ho-ho-hos keeping us up all hours of the night. He should have checked where he was going twice. Now we know to dig another hole in the ground on December 25th. Uh, Zombetti, I bet those stinky kids listening think we just trapped Sandy Claws. Oh, no. We need to dig a far bigger hole in the ground for that big lummox to fall in. No, it's the ghost of the Morris Dancer who was buried last week. For those of you who don't know, a Morris dancer is a very special type of oaf who covers themselves in bells and jigs up and down for hours. And hours. We just needed some quiet so we could get ready for Halloween. That's the most wonderful time of the year. I've got my costume ready. Blonde pigtails and a pink party dress with a big bow. Disgusting. And I'll be wearing a little sailor suit with shorts and a brown wig. Puketastic. Can you guess what we are going to be? Here's a hint. It would make you vomit. That's right. We're going as the most rotten things imaginable. Children! Uh, can you say double ick? But now, listeners, it is time for our very last episode. Darkness has fallen upon the earth. Candles are being lit inside pumpkins. Let's begin our radio show. Oh yes, it's only a radio show. And definitely not an evil trick. Definitely not. If you want to try scaring us, the deadliest duo in Radioland, ring into our special hotline, followed by the numbers 666. That's 999 if you are a bat. Oh, and our switchboard is lighting up. We've got a caller on the line. It's Nicole from Wicklow. Hello, Nicole. Um, Zombetti, what's going on? I don't know, Laddie. Hi. <gasps> Sorry about that. The postman just knocked with a parcel. Uh, I... Didn't think my heart was still working, seeing as I'm dead and all, but it almost leapt out of my chest. I get that all the time. Somehow I just keep frightening people. But I won't go into it. I... I wasn't scared. Well, isn't that unusual? Well, isn't that unusual? Sorry, frog in my throat. Good heavens! How old are you, you creepy little thing? I just had my 14th birthday party. I jumped out of the cake. Nana had to be picked up off the floor. I think she might be on the right show, Vladdy. Then I played peekaboo with my little cousins. I forgot to tell them we were playing, though. So when I popped out from behind the door, four kids cried. I can kind of understand why people think you're frightening. What's over there? 
<gasps> oh, a butterfly got into the house. How sweet. I nearly blacked out there. Aren't butterflies beautiful? I actually saw one being eaten by a crow before. Well, that is just grotesque. Would you like to give your story name? Nicole? Are you still there? Yes! <gasps> I'd like to call it October 31st. We're probably not going to make it to November at this rate. Although I don't mean to be, I've pretty much been a terrifying kid from the day I was born. My mother said when the nurse handed me over as a baby, my dress was accidentally on backwards, so my parents thought I had no face. So when they screamed and I started to cry, they thought the sound was coming out from the back of my head. In kindergarten, during hide-and-seek, I hid too well, so when they couldn't find me after an hour, they rang the police in a panic. Everyone was screaming. The kids were screaming, the teachers were screaming, the police were screaming. And I came out from under a pile of blankets and I started screaming. But I still had a white blanket over me and they thought I was a tiny ghost. And then they really started screaming. I had to change kindergartens after that. I won't even begin to tell you what happened in the new one where I buried myself in a sandpit so only my head was sticking out. I won't go into it. Okay, I will. They thought my head was chopped off. But still giggling. It's kind of been lonely growing up. None of the other kids like hanging around with me. For a month or two, I even had a mean nickname, the Smelly Spooker. That was because I accidentally fired it in class and the noise made the teacher jump, but I won't get into it. I tried to tell my parents how sad I was, but I probably shouldn't have done it at 3am wearing a long pyjama shirt and a cap. My mother thought I was the ghost of Uncle Mick and started shouting, I'm sorry for eating your communion cake, Michael. It wasn't even that nice. She certainly didn't want to hear my story after that. Well, as you can tell, it hasn't been the easiest trying to fit in. But there's one day of the year where everyone thinks I'm cool. One day of the year that people want to hang out with me. One day of the year that Nicole Nightshade is the village VIP. Easter Sunday. Now I'm only messing. Halloween. People in school want me to tell them stories. The neighbours want me to babysit their kids to scare them to sleep. The phone rings non-stop. But this particular year was the very first time I'd been invited to attend what I always dreamed of. A party. And not just any old party, a Halloween party. It was going to be amazing. All my dreams had come true. But I was about to find out this wasn't a dream. It was a nightmare. And that there were things far scarier than little old me. Lots of things. Is she awake yet? No. She's still in her room. My nerves are gone. I saw a shadow go past the window when I was in the bathroom this morning. Well, let's just say it was lucky I was on the toilet. Did you see the card she made me for my birthday? It was supposed to be me relaxing eating breakfast in bed. I thought she'd drawn me in a coffin with my tongue sticking out. Morning, all! Let me clean that up. Nicole, (laughs) put down the axe. Oh, it's only plastic. Put the axe in the cupboard under the stairs, Nicole. It's for my Halloween costume. I think I'll go as a killer. Or a camogie player. I could turn the axe into a hurly stick. Go as the camogie player, love. Remember last year your costume nearly got you arrested? Yeah. I thought I made a beautiful raccoon and the neighbours thought I was a burglar breaking into the house. I'll admit it didn't help you had to crawl in the window because we were afraid to open the front door. See, I did think you were a raccoon. 
a five foot tall one walking on its back legs. Convincing costume, though. Convincing, Convincing costume. costume. Actually, scrap the Camogie player. This year, I'm going to be scary. This year? Now, what am I going to do? I'm spoiled for choice. There's a pumpkin hunt in the park and they need someone to frighten the smaller kids away from the pond. Or... Or you could go to that Halloween party. An invite came in the post. Nicole! She's collapsed. We've killed her with the shock. You didn't. I slipped in tea. Oh, a party. Let me see the invite. It looks pretty cool, I have to say. Gorgeous handwriting. Great quality paper. Dad, you're such a nerd. But I won't go into it. (laughs) What does it say? My very first party invitation. How cool. It looks like a bloody handprint on the envelope. It smells too. Like a bonfire. Let me read. The Hemlocks request the presence of Nicole Nightshade at their very first Halloween gathering. Who are the Hemlocks? It must be those new people who moved into the old man McCoy's house up on the hill. The poor man must have passed away. There was no word he was planning to move. Such a nice old fellow. When did they move in? Mrs. Reed said she saw a big truck pull up in front of the house after midnight last weekend and they were carrying lots of huge boxes inside. And then I met Mr. Hemlock at the shop. He seemed lovely. So smiley. It says here... We want to welcome all the children of the neighbourhood for a night of feasting at our house on the hill. Yep, that's them. Sounds good to me. They are strangers, love. I don't know if it's wise. Oh, ma'am, what are they going to do with all the children in the neighbourhood? They're only two people. Besides, you said they're really smiley. So I'm going to be the scariest person there. And for once, I can't wait. Woo! There's so much planning to do. If every kid in the neighbourhood was going to be there, it would be the perfect opportunity to make loads of friends. But I won't go into it. So, my costume had to make an impact. I spent all day on it. I put in huge fake yellow fangs and red contact lenses, applied fake scars and cuts to my face with my Halloween makeup kit, hairsprayed my hair wild, snuck my old communion dress out of the attic and ripped it up, And then so mum and dad wouldn't recognise it, I dumped fake blood all over it. I'm sure it'll wash out. I asked more about the Hemlocks. I wanted to know all about these incredible hosts. Apparently, they were a really nice older couple. Always laughing and smiling. Couldn't be more normal. Maybe they wanted children, but sadly didn't have any. The poor Hemlocks. I think they're my favourite people ever, and I haven't even met them. I mean, who else would throw a party for loads of children when they don't even have kids of their own? Nice people, that's who. Mum and Dad said they'd drive me straight there. It was starting to get dark. Seatbelt on. Good Lord! Nicole, that's the most terrifying I've ever seen you look. And that's saying something. Cool, right? Is that your communion dress? Have you got my axe, ma'am? I do, it's there beside you. Is that your communion dress? Wow, look at the carriage being pulled by four black horses. Yeah, how unusual. (laughs) It's Mrs. Reed, And she's crying Come on dad let's hop out and see if she's alright Dad look at the other car going past Oh he didn't hear It's like what they put coffins in for funerals A hearse that's it And And there's an ambulance But it's painted black 
I wonder where they're all going. Love, will you be all right walking? Mrs. Reed has gotten a bit of a fright. She thinks she saw, well, the ghost of old Mr. McCoy who used to own the house on the hill. She's always a bit cracked. Nicole. That's... That's true, but we can't say it. Come on now, up and out. <sighs> Fine. I forgot how long of a walk it is to this place. I am so late. All the other kids would have gotten there by now. And this axe is heavier than I thought. My goodness! Darling! You have to be going to the Hemlocks party. Would you like a lift? In a spooky carriage with four black horses? I sure would. You look startling, darling. My name's Debbie. And what, pray tell, is yours? It's the coal. How deliciously normal. Don't you just love the Hemlocks Halloween parties? They're the treat of the season. I always leave feeling so full. This will be my first one. But when I heard all the children in the whole village were going to be there, how could I say no? Right? Isn't it wonderful? There's one day of the year when all of us terrifying creatures fit right in and nobody bats an eyelid. Yes, completely. Usually everyone finds me terrifying. They shiver when I get near. Those normals are the worst. Tell me, Nicole, what are you looking forward to eating first? My mouth is positively watering imagining the treats that await. Oh, I don't know. Couldn't be a good jelly worm. Huh? Actually, I think I have some in my bag if you like one. Hold my axe for a second. This axe is... Plastic. Well, I wouldn't want to bring a real one. It could hurt someone. Now, where are these jellies? <laughs> I think I've made an embarrassing error. <laughs> oh, well. Did you lock the door in case I fall out? <laughs> In case parts of you fall out. You know what? I think I left those jelly worms at home like a big old dope. If you could drop me here and I'll grab them, I'll be straight back. Of course! I'll definitely do that. You're being sarcastic, aren't you? What gave it away? You, uh, you know, your eyes look a lot redder than when I first got in. And my teeth a lot sharper? You look a lot like how my face looks in this Halloween costume. Ah, it's all making sense now. You realise my mistake? See, we usually look completely normal. It's only when we get hungry the red eyes and the teeth thing appears. This isn't really a party at the Hemlocks house, is it? Oh no, it is, it is. But it's a party for us, darling. Not for kids. So that's why all the kids are invited. And you say you always leave the Hemlocks Halloween parties feeling so full. Because you're going to... Eat eat them. them. Eat them. Yeah. Ah, 
We've just pulled up at the Hemlocks. And all the other guests are arriving too. So do you have any last words before I open the door and we all start on the appetizer? Just the one. Clonk. Clonk? I don't get it. You will now. Might be only a plastic axe, but it's heavier than you'd think. Right. Well, she's knocked out. How do I get away? There are people everywhere outside. They all look really normal. But so did Debbie at the beginning. I just have to hope they'd fall for my costume like she did. This is the best turnout yet. Hope they've enough to feed us all. I don't know where I left the horse keys. Paul will take a fish. I'm telling you, Pam, if she loses those keys one more time... Nobody said anything yet. This must be an epic costume. It looks like I'm going to get away. It's time. Let's go in. Push to the front. I want to go first. They're squashing me. Oh, Paul, someone's after knocking the horse keys out of my hand. Oh, hey, you're pushing me. Let me out. Inside, inside. You've really made the house look so normal this year. Well, Pam, surprise, surprise, she's lost the keys. The crowds have pushed me right into this house. It's huge. It's like a mansion. Are you talking to yourself? Yes. It's because I'm insane. Oh, this is going to be a great party. Silence! Look up there! See Mr. Hemlock at the top of the sweeping staircase on that long landing running right the length of the house. That's a very specific set of directions. I said silence. That's right. Cower in my presence, puny guests, because I am only messing. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. <laughs> silence. Imagine. <laughs> the neck. <laughs> oh, will I slide down the banister? No, I won't. Sure, I'll trot down the stairs like a little pony. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to have a, I have to say, a fantastic time tonight. Oh, the food, top class. A real unusual selection on the menu. Is eating children not unusual enough, says you, right? <laughs> Don't mind me, I have a drink on me. So, listen, hang up your coats in the cloakroom there. I have a coat check, man. He'll give you a ticket. No expense spared, I'm telling you. And I'm telling you, Pam. If she loses the coat ticket like she lost the hearse keys. Sorry, sir, did you give me the ticket... I don't know what I'm after doing with it. So, now, we're all in. I locked that door. No one gets in, no one gets out, until we're done. I'll leave the key with Mrs. Hemlock now. <laughs> Stuart, looking sharp. Mary, the fashion, second to none, second to none. Speaking of fashion, my word, you know how to stand out in a crowd. Who? Me? No, the monster behind you. Yes, you. Is that a communion dress you have on? And you've gone full transformation already. The pizzazz! With everyone else looking so convincingly normal in everyday clothes, I thought this would pop. Need I say, I'm a fan of people who make an effort. I needn't, says you. <sighs> Come on, we'll get you a drink. If it's blended, kid, I don't want to ruin my appetite for dinner. You ticket of a creature. It's just fizzy minerals. Besides, we puree the children. Where, um, are you keeping them all? All the yummy kids. Oh, the basement, of course. There's a huge one here. Only fabulous. Between us and the wall, it's why I picked the house. And could you tell me where the basement is? 
by any chance. She wants to get eating. And can you blame her? You can't. Well, I'll say nothing yet. You may wait until 9pm like everyone else greedy Greta. Sure, it's 8.30 now, and then it's dinner time. No, hold on. You're very small. What's going on with that? This is my very first of your parties. I'm only a nipper. You're a ticket is what you are. Seeing as this is my first time, how did you get the names of all the children to send invites to? Old Mr McCoy, who lived here. I got him to tell me them all. And then he went and escaped earlier. The scoundrel! So it wasn't a ghost Mrs Reed saw. It was really him. Are you talking to yourself there now? Oh, yes. But I won't go into it. Actually, I will. I'm insane. Like the rest of us cannibals. Cannibals? Do you not like that name either? One of the other guests prefers the term kid muncher. But one thing we all have in common, the more people you eat, the redder your eyes get and the sharper your teeth. (sighs) But only when you're hungry. So you must be starving. It's funny how the most evil of us can look so normal. I won't lie. You could do with running a brush through your hair. If you want to pass for normal, you have to try and look like them. Get yourself a nice pencil skirt and blouse. It'll do you wonders. I've just decided. I like being unusual. I like being different to everyone else. Well, go girl, as they say. Now, you said this was your first party. I'd be an awful host if I didn't start you mingling. Let's get you playing a game so you can meet some of the others. Bobbing for apples is the one. Back in a sec. I'll get a basin. If I stick my face in water, all this makeup will come off and I'll be found out. Are you talking to yourself? How many times do I have to say it? I'm insane. Janie, sorry for breathing. Okay. Nicole, make a plan. You have to dodge the game, find the basement, free all the children and defeat whatever these things are. Wow. It's a lot when you say it out loud. The little brat clonked me on the head with a plastic axe and knocked me out cold. Uh-oh. Better make a sharp exit. Where does this door go? Where am I now? Steps. This must be the way to the basement. Fair play to me. I needn't have bothered asking. I'm not. It's a costume. I have to say, this must be a humdigger of a makeup job. But I won't go into it. What happened? How did you all end up in cages? We all turned up exactly on time. The Hemlocks had tons of sweets all laid out. And then Mr. Hemlock asked us if we wanted to go on the best slide ever. Turns out, it wasn't a slide. It was a rubbish chute that led into the basement. We slid straight into this cage. Glad I was late. Mr. Hemlock said there's nothing worse than an unpunctual child, actually. Um, no, I'd say creatures that eat a punctual child top that. Right. Well, I suppose I'd better figure out how to free you all before you're eaten. Even though none of you are terribly nice to me. Mrs. Hemlock came down here. She had a big ring of brass keys attached to her belt. One of them must open the lock on the cage. I haven't seen her yet. I'll run before those things decide to bring you upstairs, one by one, and eat you. Ah! The lights went out! They're coming for us! Ah! Sorry, that was me. I leaned against the light switch. I'll be back soon. 
She is so scary. There's so many doors. I have to be careful. I don't want to end up back in the party. Okay, let's try this one. Uh, hello? There's no one here. Wow, what a gorgeous room. A huge four-poster bed covered in red velvet. A dressing table with silver hairbrushes and expensive-looking bottles of perfume. The ribbon of a dressing gown leading across the floor and into an open wardrobe. And a woman sitting inside looking at me. Wah! Let me out! Let me out! Mrs Hemlock was hiding in the wardrobe and she should have caught me by now. Huh? Mrs Hemlock? Oh. You're... You're not real. You're a dummy. Dressed in woman's clothes. I don't get it. But there's the ring of brass keys. Someone get that ring of keys now like a good woman. If we don't get eating these kids by 9pm, we know what's going to happen. <gasps> I need to hide. Where? Under the bed. There they are. I got him, Mr. Hemlock. I'm telling you, Pam, if she drops those keys. Got him. Right. I have no clue how to get back to the basement through that passageway. I need to get back through the door downstairs. But Debbie will spot this communion dress a mile away. I need to change so I can go back to the party. I know. I'll put on Mrs. Hemlock's dress. There. That's that finished. Okay, here I go. Dressed up as Mrs. Hemlock. Oh, I'm on that huge landing. Better rush down the sweeping stairs and get lost in the crowd before someone sees me. Top of the stairs and down I go. Hey, look up there on the landing of that insane woman talking to herself. Oops. Who is that? She looks very familiar. Think, Nicole, think. Hi, everyone. I'm Mrs. Hemlock. Sorry, was just getting changed. No, you're not. You're a child. Not my best idea. That's the girl who clonked me with the axe. Well, you had that coming. But I'm still a cannibal. Red eyes and sharp teeth and all. Look! Why do we have to eat by 9pm then? Um, you'll get indigestion. No. Um, you all have to be home early for the babysitters. Oh, <laughs> I said it before and I'll say it again. A ticket of a young one. Such a shame we'll have to eat you now that you're rumbled. Ah, you don't. You wouldn't get comedy like that on the stage of the gaiety. No, we will, child. Are you sure I'm not Mrs. Hemlock? Yes, you little fart of a child. Because I'm Mrs. Hemlock and Mr. Hemlock. You see, it looks less suspicious when a lovely, nice couple invite a ton of kids to a party rather than one person on their own. Sure, I just throw on that fetching outfit you're currently dragging along the ground and wrecking, and then I take turns being Mr. and Mrs. Now, you probably don't want to go into it, but would it be handier if you actually got someone else to be Mrs. Hemlock? <laughs> I seem to be giving you a lot of rare old time. Oh, you ignorant little wretch. No one else can pretend to be Mrs. Hemlock because cannibals can't live together. We can't live with anyone. We'd eat them. 
Did you not notice there's about 50 people in the room behind you there? The most a cannibal can stay in a room with someone before the hunger gets too much is about three hours. And then we have to get noshing. That's why we only get together once a year. Otherwise, it's a very lonely life. I know what it's like to be lonely. But I have to say, I've never eaten anyone. So you kind of have that coming. It's getting awfully close to 9pm, so I'm afraid we'll have to get eating or we'll go absolutely wild. So hop down here in your Mrs. Hemlock get-up and give us a bite. Oh, yikes. All your eyes are red now. Must mean... Oh, we're starving. Oh. It hurts so much! <laughs> I need to eat. Right now! Right. Last thing, and then I'll shut up. Look at this. Pam, I'm going to kill her. Sorry, Paul. The keys you left with Mrs. Hemlock. No one gets in, no one gets out. Remember? <gasps> You're all locked in this house. The kids are locked in the cage that you can't open without the keys. And it's just coming up to... Don't panic, everyone. There's still her in her mad dress up at the top of the stairs. Well, would you look at... This beside me here. Is this a rubbish shoot? Or is it a slide? Like you told the kids earlier, Mr. Hemlock. Sure I'll think I'll climb in and take a look. We'll go after her. And then we'll unlock the cages, rush out, and lock them again. So if you slide down after us, you'll be trapped basically. It means now you're really, really hungry. And the only thing to eat is... Oh, there's Debbie. And the woman who dropped the keys. And the man who keeps moaning about it. Look around you, everyone. You were all the people that were invited for dinner. You, you truly are the scariest child I've ever met in my life. Agreed. You know, I wouldn't have before. But from now on, I'll actually take that as a compliment. Time to slide. Bon appetit, everyone. Well, gang, who's up first? When they eventually found him, poor old Mr. McCoy was able to tell my mum and dad what was going on, so they called the police. A huge amount of squad cars turned up to the house on the hill, but, well, without being yucky, let's just say there weren't too many people left to arrest. As for me, old Smelly Spooker was the town hero. You'd be surprised how many people want to hang around with you after you rescue them from certain death. But I realised... I didn't want to be one of the crowd anymore. I didn't need to be like everyone else. I do have a small group of really good friends though, and they're all very strange. Best of all, Mum and Dad are more amazed by me than afraid of me now. I told them if they wanted, I could try and be a bit more normal. They told me never to change. And then I accidentally frightened them, and they both fell back onto the couch with their hands to their chests. But I won't go into it. Get her off the line. She's too much. We'll organise to eat her next week. She has me exhausted. Bye. Now, children, that was our very last show for the time being. I hope you all have horrid Halloweens. We will miss you, though. So we've prepared a poem. As darkness falls upon the earth, now we have to part. Never fear, we'll meet again, so we can steal your heart.
literally. Beware of witches, ghouls and creeps, the wicked and the worst. It's not that we care much about you. We just want to get you first. So, light your pumpkins, bob for apples, go forth and trick or treat. We'll see you soon and all your friends who'll be the first we eat. Exciting. You can try hiding in your home, an attic or a cave. But, but Spooky FM will rise again from far beyond the grave. For now, though, my little monsters, this is Zombetty. And this is your dear Uncle Vlad saying, Boo! October 30 Worst starred Dunica O'Dee, Margaret McAuliffe and Sophie Fitzsimons. It was written and directed by Peter Dunn and produced by Liam Garrity. It was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.